Yo, we live in difficult times. There's war, political unrest, the pandemic, poverty, families being torn, communities ripped by gun violence and people dying every day. Police, injustice, it's all bringing so much pain. But y'all, we can look inside our minds and we can understand who we are, become better, and do this thing like we've never done it before. But it all starts with our mental health and I know we can do it. I believe in you because I believe in me and I believe in us. In therapy, oftentimes when people come, I find there are some that's super motivated to engage in the process. They, they're ready, they're willing, they're able, right? I like to talk about this because I feel that in therapy, one's motivation is the most important process in getting what you need. So when people come and we begin to dialogue about their circumstances and situations, I find three different categories of people that I oftentimes have to deal with when we start to deal with problems or things that might cause them emotional pain. Number one, of course, is the boxer. They'll come in. They'll be very open. You can see uh, what's going on with them. They'll have a lot to say. They'll demonstrate a lot of energy around their circumstances, and they may get very emotional. The boxer oftentimes will put their dukes up when you really begin to get into their emotional state and their trauma and their pain. And as soon as you start speaking to the core issues that's creating their problem, they become very defensive and ready to swing. Man, do you know how many punches I done ducked? Woo, woo. Man, I cleared I done ducked a few hooks. I could have had a few black eyes. It seems like these people are ready to come and they really want to really want to talk about their issues. But for whatever reason, when you really start to go there, they get all bottled up. They get in this defensive posture and they come out swinging. Some of you might have some friends like that, too. Right. They'll come to you, talk about some of their problems. And then you start trying to be supportive and give some encouragement and give some guidance. They like I ain't trying to hear what you got to say. What you talking about? You this, you that. See, they, they trying to knock you out and all you're trying to do is help. I know somebody out there. If I got some witnesses out there, hey, raise your hand. But anyway, all right, the night. The night, oh my God, the night. You know, you think about the night, you think about the Middle Ages, you think about, you know, how we romanticize around about that time. There's all kind of movies with nights in them. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. I love those movies. So as I can watch movies about nights, in, in medieval times, like all day long. That's one of my things. Knights wear a lot of armor and it's oftentimes really shiny too. And then they have armor under the armor. You know, people come into therapy sessions oftentimes saying they need help. But what they provide you is this person that is all shielded up with their status I'm a deacon at Second Street Baptist Church. I've been there for 30 years and I've trusted in God. Or my family, we are 
very uh, close and supportive and my father was this and my mother was that. And, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure why I'm, I'm here, but you know, I'm, I'm good. Or I have this accomplished this. I have this much education. I've uh, traveled the world and I've done all these things. All of this is like armor and protection that really keeps them from dealing with what's going on inside of them. So they carry around all this armor, which is actually heavy and makes them less mobile. And they really are not prepared to deal with what's going on in the inside. I call them the night. And my last one, but not least in any way. And sometimes I feel like this is the worst one is the ninja. You know, you think about it, a ninja an assassin. We see movies with ninjas and we actually see them. But a ninja's amazing gift is not in being able to be seen in what they do. It is being stealth, being not seen. Many people come in my office, particularly with couples, and they'll be saying they want to do some work on their relationship. But one of them, and sometimes both of them, will be playing the ninja role. You see, on the outside, it appears that they really want to do something to change their circumstance. But on the inside, they're like a ninja that has climbed up a tree. You don't know they're there. And as soon as you come out in a place where they can get you, they throw a star at you and kill you. And you don't even know where it coming from. All you know, you got a star in you if you're alive, but if you're dead, it's all over. So trying to get the ninjas to come out of the tree can be very hard sometimes because all they're trying to do is disrupt the situation and at the same time, don't really show their hand because that's what ninjas do. So it's better when people come to work on themselves that they become open-handed, taking all the armor off and they're past their secret agendas. Because if they're not, it's hard to change, you know? So usually we are not as motivated to change and we're not as motivated to change is oftentimes due to thinking errors. Thinking errors, denying, not accepting the truth about something that happened in our lives. We deny, we deny, we deny, like we deny the pandemic. We deny that our boyfriend or girlfriend is bad for us. We deny that we might have a particular health issue. We just deny, deny, deny. I don't know why we like to deny so much, but denying and avoiding things don't make things better. Second one, we minimize. We make events small that are really serious. We make them not that important. And by doing this, we make things unclear and we keep them from being very specific. But you can't minimize a problem. It won't make it go away. Typically, people say things like, I don't care. That's not a big problem. Anytime people say, I don't care, be warned. That is a sign that is far more serious. We rationalize. We justify difficult feelings or unacceptable feelings with seemingly logical reasons and explanations. We don't get into the college that we want to. Oh, it's probably meant to be right. I can go to another school. It's probably better. All right, someone dies. We might say it was for the best or they're in a better place. And negating the fact that we might feel some way, despite the fact this person might be gone, we might be feeling a certain way about it. We'll just try to intellectualize it 
and avoid our negative feelings. But, you know, I love what boys and men said a long time ago. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Yeah, because it is. And we have to deal with the realities of our time. And you know what? I love that one when people say this was meant to be or it happened for a reason. Maybe it did. But what you do after the fact, what you gain from that experience, how you use that information, we can call that wisdom. But if we fail to understand and take into account what really happened, then we can't benefit from the lesson of that experience that we say was meant to happen. A lot of people fail to move forward because we fall into perfectionism. We are so concerned about everything being flawless and getting it right that we don't do anything. We find ourselves being very critical of ourselves that we don't say, look, I'm going to just go and do this the best that I can. Hey, with anything you do, you'll probably make some mistakes. So embrace it, embrace it, embrace it. Because failure is always possible. But what you learn in the process will take you beyond the place you started. You see, thinking errors challenge our motivation to change. They also contribute to things like anxiety, depression, OCD, and personality disorders. So we have to be careful. We have to challenge our thinking errors in order for us to move forward and be motivated and kinetic in acting in our own best interest. Self-defeating behaviors. So when we use thinking errors, um, typically in order to stay in a place that might not really work for us, but allow us to be comfortable in the moment, we may fall into what we call self-defeating behaviors. Self-defeating behaviors are behaviors that normally end up with a result that is something that a person does not really want to happen. But this is what happens. So when we talk about being passive, it's okay sometimes, but many times it doesn't turn out to being our best interest. If you need something from someone, you need to tell them what it is that you need. Things will turn out better that way. Attention-seeking behavior, obviously. Working hard to get validation from others in a way that slows your ability to work on what you need in your own life. If you feel cool with this, I guess in the moment it will be okay. But in the long run, it's best to stay true to yourself. Aggression, physical aggression. You know, a lot of times we want to be aggressive. We think that that's the only answer. But typically, when we are aggressive, it leads to more consequences, more problems. It, it doesn't help to change the reality of our situation. So aggression, when you think about it, there was over 19,600 lives lost last year in the U.S. due to murder. There's a war in Ukraine. We have nuclear weapons. And man, when you think about all the smart people who helped build these destructive weapons, Maybe with all the safety and security that we have now, with all of that, we live with so much more fear of imminent mutual destruction. So weapons, aggression has become an ultimate destroyer. If we use aggression to continue to solve our problems, then we won't ever 
really live in a world where destruction and hate will not exist. Alcohol and drugs. People use drugs for immediate good feelings, short-term benefit, but the long-term cost, obviously, is far more. Breakdown of families, the breakdown of our health, uh, lost jobs, lost opportunity. It is all destructive. Short-term gain, long-term consequence. It's not good for us, but many times we'll do that before we'll actually work on what we really need to do to change our situation. Suicide is self-defeating because it trades off life for not feeling emotional or physical pain. Self-defeating behaviors don't solve the problem. We have to take action to change things. Understand, when we avoid problems, they tend to get bigger. Think a continuous drip of water on concrete will create a hole. And if it's not stopped, it will eventually be a pothole. And if that's not stopped, it would even grow bigger. Look, if y'all been out here on these streets, man, those potholes, they tend to get bigger and bigger and bigger, just like our problems. If we avoid them, they'll just get bigger. All right, so action steps to move beyond our lack of motivation. Things that we need to change. Negative thinking. We need to throw it in the garbage. Doubt. We need to throw it in the garbage. We need to embrace our fears, understanding that it is natural to have fears. And so to the brave, it's not because they don't have fears. It's because they face them. Obviously, uh, another barrier moving forward and changing is a lack of support. Things that help us change, believing that you can't succeed. Challenge negative messages, uh, self-talk. Accept that you can fail, but you will be okay. Having realis realistic expectations and goals. If you are depressed, have simple goals. If you are anxious, have a few goals, limited goals. Don't try to put everything on your plate at one time, because many times when we have anxiety, we have too much on our plate. Develop a plan that you can ma maintain. Going back to being realistic, develop a support system. Don't do this alone. Family, friends, ask for help. There's someone that can help you move towards the change that you want in your life. Remember, in changing, there's a pre-contemplation stage where I don't believe I'll change. There's a contemplation stage where I'm on the fence and I think I want to change. Then there's the planning, planning, um, preparing to do something different. Action, I'm making a change. Key here, if you keep it simple, do a few things and do those things well, then you'll make progress. You won't just change your behavior, but you'll also change your mind, which will then move you into the maintenance place where you see that you're changed. Now it's become a practice it's become a part of your attitude so now it becomes easier you know like people always say to me it's easier said than done but once you start doing it and it becomes practice it's not that hard anymore in closing maya said nothing will work unless you do if you don't sacrifice for your change you want the sacrifice will be what you want i want to say this again 
If you don't sacrifice for the change you want, the sacrifice will be what you want. Believe in yourself. Be honest about your circumstances. Understand what you have control of and make realistic plans for change. Knowledge is information that gives us potential opportunity, but to move is kinetic. So we must take action in order for things to change. If you've been sitting by the water for the last 38 years, expecting somebody to come and change things for you, understand when you get up, you believe in yourself and feel like you can make things different. That's when it'll happen. But if you don't believe it, it won't happen. The way to get started is to quit talking about it and do it. So do it. I hope you are more motivated towards change. The next episode, we'll be talking about social constructs and how they influence the way we feel. My mother always said, people only live what they know. Stay tuned for more in the next episode.